Hi, folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLCast. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLCast. Today we're playing Echo by Rollover Play Dead. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. A land at peace. Scars of a great war have healed over the decades. Children play among the wreckage of giant mechs of war. They find a ghost, the mind of a dead mech pilot, backed up by a tiny echo drive just before death, lodged in the dirt and long forgotten. It regales them with stories of the great war that once ravaged the world. In exchange, it asks that they reunite it with its fallen mech and final resting place. I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at S-A-K-L-O, and my pronouns are he, him. Playing with me today, we have everyone. Oh, <laughs> our whole podcast is here. Yeehaw! Woo! I'm leaving again. Bye. <laughs> no! <laughs> Wait, Zachary, actually introduce yourself, please. Yeah, oh. let's, let's, let's do it. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me online at ObfuscatingGod on Twitter. And my pronouns are he, him. Hi, I'm Dora. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose, and my pronouns are they, them. Uh, hi, I'm Kales. You can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. Uh, please don't refer to me right now. I'm still sick. Just don't come anywhere near them. They're contagious. Yep. Uh, huh. My name is Mab. You can find me on Twitter at LittleLadyMab and elsewhere, and my pronouns are she, her. Uh, our lines, things that we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started. And the intro soundtrack played. exactly that's exactly what it sounds like yeah all that stuff game that was written for the emotional mecha jam back in january 2019 since this episode is coming out in 2020 what the fuck what decade ago guys we're in the future i hate it when people say that what the fuck it's coming out next decade no (laughs) it's coming out next decade listen if you think about it every year is a new decade from the year behind it so whatever Okay, Carrie. Time is fake. (laughs) If you think about it, time is an endless road stretching out behind us. (laughs) So, um, Echo is written by uh, Roller for Play Dead Games, which is um, Kai Poe and Alicia Roosley. I'm hoping I say that right. Um, All I'm going off of is how Austin Walker said it on that one live at the table. No, no, don't acknowledge him. (laughs) 
<laughs> so as we kind of said, as Sam kind of said in the intro, um, it's a game about finding the Echo Drive, which contains the ghost of a mech pilot. Um, so one person is playing the pilot, and the rest of us are playing children. Um, so this is not going to be traumatizing at all. <laughs> but Kales, I don't see any robots on this map. <laughs> what will the mech pilot be piloting? <laughs> Zachary, no one else can see the map either. <laughs> but Chaos, I can see a map. <laughs> <sighs> There's a tank. <laughs> Isn't there two tanks? I thought we found two tanks. There's two tanks. Also... To be clear, because we're talking about this out of context, we are playing this in City of Gulls universe. How are we going to yeah, do this? That, that was I was trying to give you an in for that. Thanks, thanks, Zachary. I I, I saw it. I I I saw what you were doing. I respected it. God, I forgot how fucking good this map is. Look at that crab. Is that a crab on? See, when I look at this thing, I see. <laughs> a like a, a triangular body with with a head with horns but is that a crab yeah that's a crab that's daddy crab the 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 triangular body is actually arrows showing that he came and then he left and then he came back uh, where did you come from where did you go <laughs> where did you come from come from crabby eyed joe mm. This is going to be a wild outtakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. Someone else, please keep going, because obviously I don't have the lung capacity to keep introing this game. <laughs> okay. I don't understand this game, so it's not going to be me. <laughs> so the City of Goals is a post-apocalyptic fantasy set after a climactic war between the forces of magic and the forces of technology. I've never played in it before, but I decided to start talking. <laughs> You're, like, explaining it to yourself. The last time I played this was, like, two years ago. I was ready to, but you took it, and I'm gonna sit here and eat my crisps. <laughs> crisps. So <laughs> we, can just, so we can just go into characters right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should. Yeah, yeah. should. We gotta stop. <laughs> I'm flexing my token English person status as we're all here today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see. You're always the joking English person. No, but I'm I'm flexing it. Map, okay. support me in this, please. <laughs> I support you, Jade. Your your English muscles are so flexed right now. Okay, <laughs> thank you. So thank the you. the thing about this is that it's not the the mech pilot uh, who is me is not a mech pilot at all, but is in fact well, something else entirely. I mean, it, it depends on your definition of mech. Well, if if we are all mech, if we are, if our brains are all pilots uh, in our mechanized bodies of meat, then yes. Here we, I cannot escape the meaty skeletons. Uh, I, hate I hate this. You guys all suck. <laughs> Casually hacking Echo, just a little bit for fantasy. Yeah, no it's big, easy. no big deal. Magic and souls and stuff. It was it was a system that really inspired us, and I just go, oh, we should play this in our Magitech world, which so far has been very magic and rather low on tech. And we thought, let's let's give it a spin because we all like sad mech stories. Uh, it was also we're just standing in the room, the hotel room at FlameCon, and we're like, let's just all play babies. And then I just said, let's just play Echo. 
and we're all like, let's all play our babies in Echo. <laughs> so we're all playing our innocent children. And someone said, and Zachary can play the pilot, and everyone, oh, shit! We just had a huge galaxy brain moment. It was great. It was pretty great. I think we actually had that on recording somewhere. Did we not? Uh, no, it happened the morning, the next morning, so. Oh, right. Not after that card game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a game, it was just going through a deck of sex position cards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The game was guess what's happening. <laughs> Zachary and I clearly have to get to the next flame con. Exactly. <laughs> Please do. The game was two ace people try to read sex positions. <laughs> On Chinese playing cards. From like bad anime cards. Oh boy. It was a lot of fun. I got pictures. I'll show them to you. Mm. So today we're playing Echo. Today we're playing Echo. <laughs> today, today we're playing We're playing Echo. Echo. A game of grief and storytelling. Oh, grief. I thought you said brief, and I was like, this isn't brief, this is us. <laughs> this sure is fucking gonna be brief. Um, <laughs> let's go through the steps. Number one, pilot. One player. You are a ghost. Power is failing. You can never go home. All that's left is to find where you fell. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to introduce myself yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because I want to do it last. Hmm. So we'll skip to step two. We'll skip to step two. Uh, two or more players play the children. Here we have five. Five children. A lot of kids. A lot of kiddos. I would even go so far as to say a gaggle. <laughs> I, I realized on reflection, with our four plus uh, being the special case, uh, we are a Scooby gang. Quite yes. literally. Oh, yes. shit. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. I guess yeah. I'm I guess I'm Fred. Mm. Let's introduce all our characters and let the listeners decide who gets to be who. <laughs> Add us on Twitter when you decide which member of the Scooby gang we are. I'm totally gonna tweet right now out of context, to be clear. <laughs> we could um we could just start like 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 setting the scene and be like, oh, kids walk out of the forest. What do they what do we see? Oh, I like that. Well, so here's the thing also, is that we have not established what we were doing when we found the Echo Drive and how we know each other, so we could come up with that right now. Yes. Yeah. We're all orphans, aren't we? That's sad. <laughs> Dora, I'm going to defer to you on this one for me. Um, honestly, I feel like your character would probably be an orphan at this point, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just trying to make sure that well, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not in a vacuum here in terms of establishing this character. So, so we could all know each other from an orphanage then. Yeah. yeah I imagine there's a lot of uh, orphan kids in the city of Gulls. Are we in the City of Gulls? That's my other question. I assume we're from the City of Gulls. I don't think we're in it right now, is my take, is my hot take. Well, this has been a significant span of time because the war is over. Um, is the City of Gulls still the only city in the world? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I even, mean... Even 200 years in the future? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way that I established it. I mean... Because the, um, the Quiet Year game, I think, was only, what, it was less than a century after the war had ended, I think. It was, mm -hmm. so, so we guesstimated that it was about 200 years between the war and uh, the Sundered Land, and then mm -hmm. Quiet Year was 
uh, like 60 to 70 years before Sundered Land. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, it definitely still, like, there definitely isn't any other, like, permanent settlement to that scale that still yeah. exists. And it's, like, honestly a miracle that the city of Gaul still exists either because of all the <laughs> shit that went down in the winter. But, like, yeah, I've kind of still been in ma- in- envisioning that the city of Gauls is the only, like, major settlement still on the map even 200 years later. This is not a world that is really, um, that the world no longer is really kind to major settlements existing. Mm. Um, and for clarity for the people following the canon of the City of Goals verse, this is taking place mm, about, I think we said about seven, uh, between five and ten years before the This Town is Full of Monsters game. Yeah. Just to be clear. Okay, so when I when I said war, I meant how long after the events of The Quiet Year. Oh. So about seven, about 70 years then. Well, Ti- yes. yeah, tiny t- the the tiny wars at the end of the quiet year, not the actual yeah. calamity. Okay, yes. because because uh, the important thing is when the mech pilot died. In yes. terms of in terms of who can remember him, who can remember them, you know what effects their passing has had on the world. There are definitely people alive who would remember the pilot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Peony does. We are not among those people, obviously, because we're playing kids. We are baby. No. But people who were children during those wars are still alive. And the peony. And yeah. every. Um, the children who were crying at the end of the quiet year because there was so much fucking war going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those poor babies. But they're still alive. And they're obviously like stories that get passed down about the pilot there's urban legends probably that kind of thing yeah um so we all know each other from the orphanage the talus fox glove home (laughs) for children with no parents (laughs) i definitely think it should be the talus fox glove orphanage whatever we decide to officially name it though (laughs) Yeah, the home for children with no parents. <laughs> That's just such a. I love like just a blatant, um, ex- like extremely blatant. Like that's what this is. Very blunt. It is very good. That's what's. It's just funny to me. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna see Jade. We're gonna see what happens after this game. Yep. Cool. So what were we do? So so do we want to do a quick scene establishment to figure out what we're doing? I think that would be good. Also, where is this orphanage? Is it in the city? It's in the yeah. city. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's in like the heart of the city. I think. Yeah. Um. Because it's like in the safest place. Yes. Um. Did we want to introduce our our characters first? It, it um like my uh like you could what I was saying is you could frame it as like. There's a forest. One by one, the kids come out of the forest. Which kids come out? Who are they? What do they look like? Okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, I did not understand. Sorry. No worries. Yeah. No worries. There are so many of us talking. That's mm-hmm. true. Zachary is also doing a better job explaining things than I could hope to. Well, I'm not sick, so <laughs> it helps. We also said that we wanted it to be winter. Oh, so it's a snowy forest. So we're all bundled up in our lots of layers, mismatched clothes, very mismatched, except for me. 
Oh, well, maybe I have a scar. I was going to say, you think they wouldn't have given you warm weather gear? Like, they would. They have. Oh, my God. Your tiny little hands in big people gloves. Oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. Shit. With a little scar. All right. You got some hot rocks in your pockets. Okay. Focus. All right. So we. So are we exploring the coniferous forest? Is that what we're doing? In the coniferous forest. The coniferous the no, carnivorous. I would never. <laughs> Please, let's not be in the carnivorous forest. I am leading us all on an adventure. We're going on an adventure. Oh. Okay, we're going to go, like, find City of Gold's Santa. Whatever he's called. Fuck. This episode comes out in March. We're going to go find the City of Gold's Leprechaun. <laughs> let's go. Or the Easter Bunny. No, I like the thought that it's, like... Maybe because nobody wants to be stuck. It's like maybe it's the first time it stopped snowing in a while, and everyone is being encouraged to go outside because everyone's been cooped up indoors mm. for too long, and everyone's going a little bit stir crazy. And and is doing. Oh, I shouldn't stop. I should stop saying names. I said earlier as well. So Dora, I'm sorry. Feel free to bleep or do whatever you see fit to make this <laughs> audible. All right, I'm going to say that. My character is in the lead, so I wander into the forest. I am playing Joe Stockton, but as a 14-year-old sports jock. (laughs) Read Himbo. He's very earnest and very beefy. I love him. And he's... he's baby. He's baby, He's the oldest of the babies. He's the oldest of babies, but he's still baby. <laughs> um, he is of the age where he is, you know, he's 14. So he's like, I'm the oldest. I'm practically an adult. I'm definitely, you know, he he's a whole realized person at this point. What does 14 year old Joe look like? And for anyone that maybe hasn't heard the arcs with Joe in, what does Joe look like? 14-year-old Joe has, like, sort of messy, chin-length hair. It's very curly. It's very messy, but he doesn't put it up yet. And he's just very... He's he's a little too tall for his body. Like, you know how when, like, kids hit their first growth spurt and they're just a little gangly? Or, like, mm-hmm. he's strong because he's a sports boy, but, like, he's not... He hasn't, like, grown into his muscles yet. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the lead. I've got a stick from the forest in my hands. I'm walking with it like some sort of old wizard. <laughs> oh my god. It's beautiful. Who follows Joe from the trees? Are we going into or out of the forest? I don't know. Maybe we're going into a clearing in the forest. So we're emerging from the trees. Maybe it's like a fairy ring. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. So I think... Maybe I'm following behind Joe. I am an intrepid youngster named Parker, and I am a talking raptor. I look a bit like a uh, Utah raptor with the the big curved uh, foreclaw on each foot. Um, I have like red and brown feathers. I think we decided raptors were feathered in the Sundered Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Well, if not, retcon. Is this like a velociraptor type raptor or like an eagle? A velociraptor type raptor. Okay. 
when you said feathers, I was like, shit, is this like straight up an eagle? Am I a dumbass? What's going on here? No. Um, <laughs> uh, he looks like a Utah raptor, which is kind of like what the basis of the raptors in Jurassic Park were. Ah, okay, got it. So I'm approximately small person sized, and uh, I have cold weather gear on that has been bestowed to me by my friends. I've got a cute scarf. Um, it would be funny if I had earmuffs, but nobody knew where my ears were. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cute. And uh, some mittens on my raptor claws, my, my hand claws. I think shortly after Parker appears, uh, from between the trees, sort of half tripping in their haste to catch up with Parker, is Theo, aged 10. Um, As is often the case with Theo, uh, a large hood is like sort of mostly pulled up. I think they're, they're struggling to keep it up at the moment. There's a long scarf wound around, there's like lots of layers very piecemeal looking even compared to the other orphans there's a uh, some like longish brown hair tumbling around their face and splotches of dark blue mottle their skin they've sort of got wide eyes and have that good nervous energy um that one of those kids that always seems to be a little bit on the verge of vibrating out of their seat with nerves i haven't seen it chapter one but my understanding of what eddie is like i imagine it's a little bit like that yes oh god <laughs> i also haven't seen it chapter one but from my understanding that's accurate tumblr is very informative in some ways <laughs> <laughs> all i know is from tumblr and one person i follow on twitter who's mm-hmm. very into it into what sorry uh, it, it chapter one specifically ah uh, finn wolfhard <laughs> Well, he that plays kid. Richie. The mm. guy who plays Eddie, I think, is the kid who was in Shazam, or one of the kids who's in Shazam. Yes. Like, he's friends with the main yes. kid, Billy. So I forget the young actor's name, but he's very good. But, but Theo, as ever, looks like uh, Tom Holland, for the most part. But, like, Tom Holland, age 10. Tom Holland and Billy yeah. Elliot. <laughs> I was like, Tom Holland still looks like he's <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, slightly more um, softer features. And as I said, the blue splotches and the long hair. But uh, yeah, and um, like, Theo is basically tripping over their feet as uh, they try to catch up. Like, I think like they've, they've stepped on the front of their scarf and are just managing to right themselves to catch up with Parker. Adorable. Joe does not notice this. Joe is marching uh-huh. very, very like steadily on ahead. All right, who's next? Um, Kales, would you like to emerge arm in arm? Um, yeah, that sounds good to me. I think it's also funny if you're kind of dragging me along because I yes. keep stopping to look at things. Yes. Uh, and so emerging slightly in the lead is uh, young Davy Jane, who's about 11-ish. Who knows? They're all babies. And he has his arms, uh, his his arm looped through, um, through uh, Meryl's age twelve, um, still with her little fun buns. Oh, excellent! She keeps stopping to like look at a tree, or like she's like, wait, I think I hear a bird. And no, like, we'll do that later. We have to keep exploring. We have to like draw the whole map first, and then we can come back and figure out all the things that we can put in the map. Right? But first, we gotta see the whole shape of the map. It's gotta go <laughs> big first, okay? 
We can do that. Come on. That was very meta. We're going to lose them if we keep waiting. Okay, okay. Joe, slow down. Never. No. <laughs> we got to keep going. We only have so much time before it starts snowing again. I know. Meryl is getting over a little bit of a cold because I am getting over a little bit of a cold. <laughs> Ow. My throat hurts so much from coughing shit. All right. So, what were we doing when we found the Echo Drive playing? Drawing a map. I guess we're drawing a map. Um, which know. is useful because Echo is also a map drawing game. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. <laughs> Look how I did that. <laughs> Look what you did. Um, okay. So, that's what we're doing. And um, who's the one who actually finds the Echo Drive? And what does it look like? Yeah, because it ain't computery. Um, I think, like, as we all get into the clearing, because Theo is the type to always have a bag full of stuff, uh, pulls out, like, the big sheet of paper that they've maybe managed to acquire for their map and is looking around for somewhere to add this clearing to it and finds um, a tree stump and uh, flops a bit of paper down and, and like, is trying to start uh, sketching it out and, like, the tip of the pencil snaps on something and they look confused and they pull the paper back and they notice something shining and a different color to the rest of the tree stump and i want somebody else to finish the description because i don't want it to be just me is it a glowing stone <laughs> oh, it's a big glowing rock <laughs> it's one of those fucking glowing rocks that explodes well so my my thing uh the one thing i had about it is that i think it is like amber mm. Mm. Love that. It's not amber. It's blood. Um, but it behaves like, like congealed amber. Oh, fuck. Yes. That's good shit. This is the good shit. The kids see it and think that it's one of the rocks that explode because it is just a glowing rock. And they're just like, oh, no, everyone get out. I think the glowing rocks are a different color, though. Right. But do we like, I mean, I guess we know that, but we could also think it's a forest variety and it's a different color. <laughs> Meryl's like, wait, wait, wait. I got it. I know I can do this. I also think it's not glowing that much until you touch it. Mm -hmm. Meryl's like, everyone stand back. I have experience with this. Okay. I, I like, heard the rest of the children backwards, because I'm in charge. <laughs> um, and she's gonna go over and kind of, like, very, very gingerly. And I, I, don't, I don't think she's wrong. I think she has had experience with the glowing rocks that explode. Is she gonna poke it with a stick? No, she's not gonna poke it with a stick. <laughs> she's gonna poke it with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just gonna kind of like gently tap it to see if it makes the same sounds that the glowing rocks make. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it does, and I think she goes, "Okay, it's safe." All right. But what if it wasn't and it exploded? Our game would have been over. <laughs> well, yeah, but we know it's not. So, and she's gonna try and kind of like dislodge it from the stump. Yeah, like, Theo will dash right back up and try to help. Uh, Joe's gonna sort of put his stick down, put his put his, his walking staff that he's picked up down and go, don't worry, guys, I got this. He's gonna, like, crack his knuckles, <laughs> walk over, and he's gonna he's gonna grab it with both hands and he's gonna pull really hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure... I, I, it's probably pretty bad, like, strongly lodged in there, but I'm sure three children can, can pull it out. Three yeah. children, one of whom is a jock. Yeah. Maybe the, it's the tree stump that splits. Yeah. And, like, the stone comes tumbling free. Yeah, because I don't really think it fell from the sky. 
And Joe ends up very much on his ass, like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> like, holding it in one hand, laying on his back on the chorus floor <laughs> in the snow. All right, the only important thing is that it remains in somebody's hand. So has Joe got it? Joe's got it, yeah, he's got it in one hand. He's, like, holding it upwards as he's laying on his back in the snow. <laughs> Maybe, like, the only thing that the rest of the kids can see is, like, his arm with the stone in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of snow. That's so cute. Meryl's gonna, like, roll her eyes and go and help, try to help pull him up. Mm-hmm. Davy goes to help as well. Well, so here's the thing that happens. Uh, as Joe holds the this, this, this stone skyward, it flares with a ruby light. Oh. Because I'm gonna say words now. Hell yeah. As you hear. Ha 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 ha! Mortals! You stand in the presence of Raskul the Mighty. Oh, it's going to explode, but worse. Oh, God. What's going on? <laughs> Davy immediately, like, trips and falls. Even Joe is like, oh, I'm not sure what's happening here. Meryl, you take it. <laughs> no, I don't want it. I don't want yes, it. Yes, just, just interrupt me. <laughs> Meryl's going to take it. Hey, um, sorry, you're pretty loud. Yes! You're scaring the kids. (laughs) And Joe. (laughs) I have spent far too long without my voice. Oh my god. I know we're we're outside, but can you use your inside voice? This is a concept I have no knowledge of. Okay, can we turn the... can Can you just maybe take it down a notch? Cover your own ears! No! Do not think to control <laughs> Rasquor the Mighty! No, I just, we're all standing right here. You really don't need to yell. Yeah, well, could you maybe take the volume from, like, up here to, like, down here, please? <laughs> I don't think Rascal can see- Rascal? I don't think he can see you. He? Can you see us? No. You're in a rock. I am as though I was suspended in endless dark. Okay, um, oh, no. I'm going to take off my hat and put it over the rock and just be like, does that make it quieter? Well, the rascal the does sound a little bit, but it's not. That's muffled now. So wait. I put my hat back on. Why are you a rock? Hmm. How did you get, how'd you get trapped in there? What if it's like the stones in the village? What if it explodes? It's not going to explode, Joe. Joe just sort of got there. Like, <laughs> Joe, it's not going to explode. Where'd you come from? Me? I came from the village. Joe! <laughs> I'm talking to Rascal! You're talking to a rock. Rascal. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, how did you get in the rock? A complicated question. I hail from the ancient kingdom of the Skyborn Isles. Okay. <gasps> I want to go. That sounds really cool. Can we yeah, go? Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Can we go there? That depends. Can you fly? No. Well, I look at Parker. <laughs> I look at Parker also. Can, can you fly? No, Parker can't fly. Like, he, he kind of, like, flaps his arms a little dejectedly and just shakes his head. Ah, darn. Uh, Zachary, do you want to, like, introduce your character? I was trying to, and then all the kids <laughs> talked over me. Uh, <laughs> we don't know how to be silent. Uh, stepping into the meta space for a moment, where the children are not yelling. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, how everyone heard Just kidding. 
in the meta space. Who who is the pilot? The pilot is Rasgul the Mighty. His unit and serial number are Last Warrior of the Keltonites, Bulwark of the Skyburn Kingdoms, and Annihilator of the Iron Hordes. I I do love the font change here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're right. I do like the font change. <laughs> uh, his last mission was killing the giant seagull. The whale-sized seagull, to be real clear. It was a whale-sized seagull. Because Rasgul used to be very tall. He's a tall boy. It's a tall boy. It's, it's the tall, tall boy. boy. He's back. He never left. That was the galaxy brain moment when oh. I went, Zachary can play the tall boy, and everyone screamed. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, the, the game asks me what I loved most about my past life, uh, and it was one second. <laughs> Just one second, and one second only. The rest of it sucked. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it was, like, the worst. No, what I loved most in my past life was to crush my enemies, see them driven before me, and hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. We we are all like ten. <laughs> That's the premise of the game. I mean yes. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> War is hell. That is of course what is best in life from Conan the Barbarian. Uh I loved being a fucking badass mercenary taking gold and killing monsters. That was my whole deal. And then that damn bird took me out. <laughs> you took it out before you fell though. You did. Yes, yes. Mutually assured destruction. It's it's talons clove the last bit of lifeblood from my body where it congealed and fell to the to the earth below. Uh, and who knows what happens next? Uh, what did I come from this country or another land or another planet? I came from the Skyborn Kingdom of Giants. Like Jack and the Giant Beanstalk. Like Jack and the Giant Beanstalk, exactly. Where is that? We don't fucking know. It, it moves, you know. It moves. It's, it's sky. It's, it's on a, a cloud. It just shifts with the, with the winds and the tides. It's on a giant cloud, and there's multiple clouds, and they and they come together and fall apart as time goes on. It's a whole thing, but that's where I'm from. That's where Rascal is from. <laughs> wow, what a what a succinct backstory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Says Meryl. <laughs> Um, wow. So we're from the city of gulls. I don't know that. It's, it's like that way. Wait. Joe points again. He can't see where you're pointing. Is it insensitive if we call it the city of gulls if he died fighting a gull? Oh, shoot. I don't know. Ah, shoot. I don't think it has another name, though. We could just call it the city. It's true. It is kind of the only city. Mm. We live by the, we live by the sea. Ah. There's a giant crab. Which sea? The, the, I think there's only one. There's more sea. Foolish children. The world is far greater than you understand. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. It's, I, I, I know a lot. Trust me, I'm, I'm in charge here. Ah. Davy in the corner is like, the fuck, Joe? I'm in charge. <laughs> Joe, we discussed this. <laughs> I'm funding the expedition by giving you extra snacks from my- Guys, I'm the oldest. I'm in charge. Obviously. Let me tell you this, youngling. You are not the oldest anymore. I will now lead this expedition. How? 
I mean, okay, you're an adult. You have no legs. I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah, how are you going to be in charge if you can't walk in front? You will carry me forth. Uh, okay. I, I stick my hand out to Meryl to give me back the, the rock. Okay. Um, if it gets to be too much, I can take him back, and I give him, I give, I give Joe the rock. All right, I take the rock. I go, all right, okay, okay, guy. What? Ras, ra, ra, Raskul the mighty. Rasgul. 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 Oh, fuck. <laughs> One of my favorite things about children is that they can't remember words to save their fucking lives. <laughs> I think 14-year-olds are better than at that, though. This is Joe we're talking about. Though. That's true. And let me tell you, I guess, my most, most of my experience with older children is 12-year-olds, but they can't remember a single goddamn thing. It's extremely funny. So, so where are we going? Um, since we're, we're starting off on our adventure, I want to take a step back into Metaspace again. Yeah. Okay. We have to do the world and the hometown. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, um, step three, world. Children, teach the pilot about your world. The Echo Drive can speak and hear but not see, as we've established, so be their eyes. Start by making a map, marking where you found the drive. Was it a cave, a beach, an orchard? Which, uh, we've already determined that we found Ruskul in the uh, coniferous forest that's kind of to the west of the city. And uh, as you describe more locations during the game, feel free to add woods, hills, rivers and lakes, coastlines, towns, roads. Perfect. Um, uh, sorry, go ahead, Sam. Sorry, no, I was just, I was tapping on the forest because I have a bad spatial memory. So I was just reminding everybody that this is where we are right now up here sort of in the north area for all of the listeners out there who aren't looking at our map right now it's sort of in the northwest ish of uh, the the old city of gulls map from the quiet year game yes we're redrawing the blue trees we're yeah. we're redrawing it in the echo map to make it easier for us to reference shit as we go so uh we also choose if the world is advanced or low tech i think this question only quasi applies because it's Magitech heavily leaning on magic, so I guess maybe low tech might map the best. I think we can pick and choose depending on what seems more apt in the situation, and I definitely think if we're looking at relics from the calamity, they'll be more advanced than things that we would find from like the quiet year, you know? Yeah. Cause I think we were at a higher a uh, uh, slightly higher level of Magitech before the apocalypse happened, and then the apocalypse happened, and now we're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna draw a bunch of Christmas trees. <laughs> this is how children draw Christmas trees. Yeah, like this. And then, uh, since we've chosen that pilot, was the world as advanced back then as it is now? How has it regressed? <sighs> well... Uh, so which which one did we did we pick? Uh, that it was both. Both. A small. I think it's like generally speaking, it's going to be on the lower side of things. But there are remnants of a time that was more advanced, so we could find the odd bits. But given when Ruskell died, um, it's not gotten much different. I don't think there's not been any real advances. When I was young, the cities spread. For miles below, uh, 
shining spires of gold and silver, lit with the torches of a thousand days. Those cities were gone by the time I died. All right, you're Scottish now. Yeah, like I love, I love that your accent keeps sort of vaguely shifting, but like I do kind of love it. No, I I think it's great. I'm just saying, you're Scottish now. (laughs) I have lived a long life. You have. Um, You have. Also, I feel I feel like it was more Irish than Scottish. I don't know shit about Gaelic dialects, so... He's he's vaguely Nordic. It's not Earth. It was a vaguely Nordic, vaguely Irish sort of sounding. That's okay. This ain't Earth, so who cares? Mm -hmm. Yep. It's true. It's its own thing. So, step four. Yep. Step four. Hometown. Children, choose one hometown or more from the advanced or low-tech options or roll a die. I think uh, since we're already working in an established universe, we'll just uh, pick and choose. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, so here are the options. Tiny fishing boats go out from a village on a sandy coast. Lush forest where we hunt and harvest forest goods. Lonely oasis on the edge of a desert or dry scrubland. Crop fields spread out as far as the eye can see. Contented herds graze in orderly fenced pastures. Crossroads market town bustling with trade. Mining mechs and digging machines toil in a quarry. Towers and great halls of government and commerce. Busy port city, many ships slash spacecraft come and go. I do like the way that this is uh, set up, where it's like some of them work for both, and yeah. so we've got two different lists. It's a really good game. I, I feel like the crossroads is, given that what we've established about the City of Girls, and it's one of the few places where there's a lot of people living, relatively speaking, Crossroads Market Town feels pretty good to my to my mind, rather than it being a mining place or like with lots of cattle or fields for crops. Like it's a fishing, it is fishing, but it feels too. City Ghost feels bigger than tiny fishing boats. You know? Yeah, yeah, I like the Crossroads Market mm. Town. Yeah, I like that. I feel there's space then to explore the other things like the fishing and the fact that people go gather stuff in the forests and stuff like that. Yar. So whereabouts shall I put it on? Because we need there's obviously the coast on the other side. And we want to just and we said the coniferous forest is to the north west of it. Yeah, so it's like the coast sort of probably starts like here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. What's down there? Oh, is this the town? Yeah, I was thinking like sort of part of the edge of the town. I we by all means delete it, but like it's Yeah, no, that's a good spot for it, I think. Yeah. This is just like a suggestion of the edge of it because it's fairly large. Yeah. There we go. Um, and then we answered these questions. What scars on the land and on the adults show the impact of the final war? How have they faded? How much damage remains? So we can answer this in terms of the quiet year of war, or we can answer this in terms of the apocalypse, or we can answer this in terms of both. Yeah, I like both. Okay, so what is there? What I mean, the there's like tanks and shit all over the place. I mean, the city as itself is in ruins. There's only parts of it that are habitable as it stands. Like, there's a cluster in, like, a section of it and, like, you can get to the sea. There's also all the all the underground tunnels that I've just remembered are there underneath the whole city. The, all the fucking underground tunnels, yeah. Yeah, well, I just, like, looked at the map and went, oh, right, that's what that is. <laughs> I think it's impossible to look at the City of Gulls and not see the damage of war because it hasn't ever recovered from it It, it's been like almost 200 years and except for like a chunk of the town 
it still looks like I imagine it looking a little bit like um, blitzed London purely because that's a visual that I've grown up with a lot and just like yeah and there are part there it's like and people have made the effort like there aren't any buildings they've tried to make like collapsed buildings safe and you know which ones you can't go into but there's like this weight of grief for something lost that nobody alive well maybe a couple of exceptions um can remember anymore we've got some really old people in here <laughs> there are some very old people in this town is full of monsters yeah um i feel like it says about scars i feel like it's old scars by this point we're talking about mostly silvered though obviously the quiet year conflicts there's probably more recent damage and i like the thought that some of the forests show that maybe there's still some defenses up around the town from the wars with the big cats and with the raptors um but it's like old scars but scars that are just there people they're too big to hide and so people just live with them yeah and like we carry the way of it like children born after it all like it's like that way that kids don't have any judgments about scars and things like that they just see them so i think for us we just accept the place that we live but there are people that look at the damage and remember the war or see the damage as a bad thing and mourn what was lost whereas for kids it's just like this is where we live and that's the cool place to go climb but that air of grief i feel like is while people are trying to build and reclaim that's sort of inescapable because it is like 200 years is not a long time after a calamity like at all no it's really not and like 70 years since the quiet year like i mean that's world war Two. yeah yeah that's <laughs> some people will not shut up yeah it's it's recent memory like as we said at the top like there are people ignoring the people that are incredibly old like even like there are regular people regular older folk that clearly remember the war the quiet year wars so i've talked for a lot other people talk now <laughs> I, I, we like to hear you talk yes. is that weird is that a weird thing to say i don't know no. We make a podcast together. I was going to say, we make a podcast. We make a podcast that... together, so, like, you know. Um, did we go over, like, what scars are on the land? Not, speci- not specifically, no, and I feel like we should. I feel like one of the spires... Did, did we, didn't we establish that, like, one of the, like, big spires got, like, knocked down in the fight between the tall boy and the the big bird? Yeah, I think I think that that sounds right, and I think that just can be even if we didn't already establish it. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah, there's just like a big fucking like rock spire that like crashed through half of the already destroyed city. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, there's just the corpse of the tall boy, the skeleton. Uh, Ruskell's corpse is in the city and has been since he fell. Cash, just you know, casually. Just casually, just like a lot of really large bones. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we of course don't understand that yet because if we did, then the game would be over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Is there anything else we want to add to hometown stuff before we move on? Um, I like the idea that there's maybe like a big um, trench on the beach. Like, maybe that was a result of that that final battle. 
or maybe of, of a different one. And it's like this couple of like a couple of really deep scores in the sand, like that goes beyond sand, like the sea can rush in and out of, and like almost goes up into the cliff base. The the because we did talk about there being cliffs, right? And I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like the thought, like these two massive grooves that maybe start. They probably go deep under the water as well, but like they etched like along the beach at crossways to the to the line of the shore, and then up a little bit into the mountain shore because that's a dope ass visual, and a place to maybe go on one of the journeys. All right. Um, so I think the rascal still needs to tell the kids what they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mechanically, in the in the meta space, here's how the journeys work. Children, each of you in turn leads the group on a journey to a mech, a mighty wreck that lies silent, disarmed, harmless. The oldest child goes first or decides who does. I think we've established that Joe's gonna go first, because- Yeah, Joe is in charge. <laughs> he's not in charge. <laughs> Joe thinks he's in charge. N- Joe's trying. Um, choose a description and fate or roll a die for each, then mark it on the map. Any child can add details to fit the story. How large was the mech, humanoid or bestial, colors of the armor if there's any left, thrusters, wings, specialized limbs. Pilot, what do you remember of this mech? Friend or foe, hero or craven? How did it meet its end? How do you feel about its final resting place? Ask questions about the mech until you are satisfied, then say, let's move on. The next child takes their turn to journey to another mech until the final mech. So that's basically how the next rounds will go i think that it implies that we all go on a journey before we do the final mech so it's not like one of our journeys is going to be the final mech yes yes so where there will be six total mechs or monsters or whatever okay so uh joe so are we trying so are we we're leading on a journey are we trying to find yeah, so this is this is the thing that I that I needed to say. I think as Rascal, because Rascal did say, you know, I I will I will lead this expedition. Um, yeah, maybe someone just asked me, Rascal, where are we going? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I think the game leaves it ambiguous as to whether or not you are specifically trying to find the final resting place of the pilot, or if you're just going around looking at stuff. Um, so that you can kind of, like, decide for yourself how the game works. Yeah, because in Live at the Table, to not, not to not to invoke their name, uh, that was what <laughs> they were doing. It was like, hey, where's my mech? And then they all found a bunch of mechs that were the wrong mechs. So, yeah, that's what I was like. Like, Joe is like, oh, you were a big thing? Well, here's a big thing. It's a tank. <laughs> yes. Listen, child. Yes. You must reunite me with my fallen farm. I only I need only your fallen farm. Okay, where is farm. your farm? There's no farms near here. Yeah, my fallen farm. <laughs> I think I my I, body. That's... Oh, okay. okay. Form, form, form. Got it. <laughs> the the gem you hold contains my soul's essence. It need only be Gross. reunited with my with my <laughs> fallen self for me to spring back to life. Whoa! Oh shit! Okay. <gasps> Melol, Meryl, don't say that around the kids. You're also a kid. I'm an adult here. I'm the adult here. I can say swears if I want to, but you're not allowed to. Meryl rolls her eyes, presses her hands over Parker's earmuffed ears, and says, Shit. <gasps> <gasps> the peony's gonna be so mad. No one tell her that Meryl said that. 
Parker makes a kind of distressed scree. Children in this age are so much more sensitive. <laughs> Fuck! <gasps> okay, boomer! <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. Listen, if we're gonna if we're gonna keep talking about my accent, it's just <laughs> It's changed like seven times in the sentence. I am not a human being. <laughs> All right. Now I'm. So. Ch- I was channeling Nixon for a little bit there. <laughs> Please don't do that. Oh my god. So we have to find your farm. My farm. Form. form. <laughs> Got it. Right. You find your form, and then you'll just like come back to life. Yes. So we're looking for something that's like big and like. Well, maybe that a person. Depends. Are you? What are you? Are you elves? We're What's an elf? People? Uh, uh, humans. Humst? Humst. Yes. Humst. We are. Troll? We are. You're not trolls. You don't sound like trolls. Uh, we're. I think we're. We're human, except for. Except for you. I, po- I pointed. Who's you? You can't no. point. Joe, no, you can't point. You can't point. Oh. Uh, okay, uh, Parker is a raptor. Parker, say hi. Uh, hi? Yeah, so Parker is a raptor. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm the raptor. I hope that's okay, I guess. Of course it's okay. I have no qualms with the dragon folk. Oh, shit. You're a dragon. He's a dragon? <laughs> I was gonna say, Theo looks at Parker, eyes super big. I, there are dragons? He's a dragon? Do you breathe fire? Not anymore, child. Not since old Roswell had his way with him. Oh, oh died. Oh, 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 no. oh. No. With a sword. <laughs> you're not, you're not making it better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you shouldn't talk about that in front of Parker. I killed him with a sword. Oh. A sword? A sword? <laughs> Hmm. I bo- uh, I ball up a two snowballs and I throw one at Davy and I throw one at Joe. Hey! hey! It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's going. Ugh. You're being you're being rude. You're not supposed to point out people's speech problems. I just don't know. I think you're still looking for a farm. I'm sorry. I pick up a snowball and I mash it. I mash it. <laughs> mash it in Theo's face. No, Joe, that's mean. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't throw snow at me, you twerp. Meryl is going to look at the rock and say, I'm sorry for them. Mm. <laughs> right, okay, so. True, I would I would be better served by having a strong, stalwart cohort of warriors and mages, but I suppose a group of children will have to do. We know some mages. What's a cohort? I don't know, but we know a mage. Uh, he's like really old. He lives in the city. He he. We can he, ask the peony. I'm, I'm, no, we might get in trouble for leaving the orphanage again. <sighs> we will have to do. If you can accept us, we will gladly accept your quest. We will. We will take up this quest in your name, Rat. 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 Rascal the mighty. Rascal. Yeah. Last warrior of the Keltonites, bulwark <laughs> of the Skyborn kingdoms, and annihilator of the Iron Horde. Do we have to call you that every time? No. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. a lot to remember. 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a mouthful. lot. Yeah. I am. Uh, I have. No, I am known by many names. All right. So, why were you in a tree stump? I was. I fell in battle. Well, yeah, but like, like around. I'm okay. I'm, Are we I'm, saying all this while walking? I assume so. So I'm gonna lead us. Okay, roll a die for each of the market on the map. The oldest child goes first. That's me. How large is the? You mech? can also just pick one that sounds interesting to you. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to be like Joe is really fucking stupid. So yeah, <laughs> I really want to say that he leads them to like one of the old right here on this map here. So like probably like here ish on this map. There's just yeah. like an old tank. It's like definitely oh, yeah. not humanoid. It's a tank. And he's like, so this <laughs> is the fi- this is the first like this is the closest really big thing that could be like a a, a bot. A, I don't know. It's like kind of mechanical. I'm gonna draw it on the map because I want to. Um, Wasn't it one of the things that we thought it was cursed in the quiet year? Oh yeah. Mm. So that could work. Number three could be quite cool for that as well if it's a big tank on on the list. Fallen on its side, mostly intact, overgrown with brush or vine or moss, a playground for adventurous children. Yes, exactly. There we go. It's a it's a tank. So there's that, and also the fate of it. Yes, the fate of it. Just the next table on the next page of the. Oh, there we go. Um, it sounds like shunned and avoided is this mech cursed, ill-omened, or off limits by law? Only fools and children dare to visit. Yeah, that or one. you know, foolish children. Or foolish children, which is if us. you're Joe. So Joe, Joe like lifts up the crystal and is like, so. We found this thing. I we like to play here. It's like a big. It's metal. It's kind of like a box. Um, mm. it's got like a room inside of it. And it's got like a big gun on the front. I don't know what your body's supposed to look like, but like it's big and kind of scary. So I figured maybe is that what you you need to describe better what you're looking for because this is the first thing I thought of when I thought Ooh. about big scary ancient thing that could come back to life. Well. I can tell you that I was not a box. Okay. So this probably isn't your body, but it is really cool. Can we show you around? Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, you got a bunch of ADHD children. (laughs) Children, add details to the story. How large are the mech? Humanoid or bestial? Colors of the armor, if there's any left. Oh, (gasps) cat! There's a cat! Whose baby? That's my baby. Forgot to close the door. Baby! <laughs> Baby! I love her! Lucy's been coming and going, and I'm just like, no, stay down there. Oh my god, one of the big cats showed up! I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, how about there's just like a really big cat, like asleep inside this mech, and we're like, oh shit, it's a cat! <gasps> there's kittens! We're all very quiet and very respectful of this cat, and so Joe goes, okay, um, we're gonna leave now because those get kind of violent, but. Um, there's a big cat living here now. That's what its fate is. It's cursed, and there's cats living in it. Hmm. <laughs> that. Were there any cats when you were around, Rascal? Uh, well, of course. Did you have cats living in you? Not, no. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> there was a time. There, there was a time when I was charged by the people of the Ebon Sands to save them from a cult, from a, a tribe of, of speaking cats from the mountains. Whoa. Oh my god, a speaking cat. 
Mm. Cats that can talk? I believe so. Imagine if, if our cats could talk to us, like our pets and stuff. Like, what do you think they'd say? Probably mm. that we need to feed them more, which is what they say anyway. Yeah, they kind of already do that. I can't, I can't wait until, uh, g- hopping into the metasphere for a second, I can't wait until Sable and Marius show up and Marius tells these kids about that talking cat and they all go, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cats did talk, didn't lines. they? That yeah. was like a point, that was like the point? Okay, mm-hmm. these kids oh yeah, no, 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 they did. Our, these kids are just fucking stupid. Yeah, mm. well, well, Ruskul did drive the cats out because uh, he got bribed by... The, the city mm-hmm. of Gulls folk, so I mean it's reasonable that the kids don't know about talking cats. Yeah, because they are like, what, like 12? <laughs> Speaking Small. of 12, Meryl, it's your turn to lead the expedition on a journey to another... We went through that extremely quickly, I guess. Are we going extremely quickly? Because I feel like that yeah. took us like a whole 10 minutes. There are six of us. <laughs> do you not want to talk about any of it at all? No, I do. No, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, we're not done yet. There's a bunch of questions I'm supposed to answer about the mech. Oh, fuck, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Look, I'm a big dumbass, and I'm used to, like, moving games along quickly, because I teach a tabletop gaming class that's only an hour long. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we've we've got several hours allotted, yeah. We've got time. We can, I'm sorry. Because I... Rascal doesn't even know what this thing is because nobody's described it to him beyond like extremely basic like metal box with wheels and a gun and a room inside where there are cats living apparently and lots of flashing lights and oh the shit did the lights still flash uh feebly I think is there a lot of buttons inside oh my god you guys Joe don't press any of the buttons buttons are like crack. Davy, so stop Joe from pressing any of the buttons. I, you know I can't stop Joe. I thought you were afraid of the cats. You're going to get in with him and press the buttons. No, no. I will press the buttons when the cats leave. Mm. Another time. I don't know. There's like, there's a couple of these guys around and I, you know, everyone always says they're really dangerous and people used to drive them around and, you know, in the war and stuff. But I don't know. They just kind of seem... I mean, there's, like, plants growing over them now. They just kind of seem kind of harmless now. Right? Yeah. Like, these things aren't dangerous. They can't even move. Joe punches it, and it, like, makes a terrible creaking noise. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, why would you punch it? It's made of metal. Yeah. Mm. Parker, like, walks up and, and scrapes it with one of his claws and, like, a bunch of rust flakes off, and he's just like... Yeah, it's just kind of here, you know? It's old and rusty and, I don't know, it's kind of gross. I think it's fun. It's like a clubhouse. We hang out here a lot. Usually mm. there's not cats in here. The the peony gets mad every time we come here, but I don't know. It just, it's, just, it's just like a big box. A gun doesn't even fire anymore. I, we tried. Trust me, we've tried. You, you don't, mm. don't try to tell us. I like, told... Oh, I told him not to. It's a big gun. You think I'm not going to sh- try to shoot it? It's cool. I know you're going to try and shoot it. I told you not to. It's a big gun. You could hurt someone. It's fine. It's pointed away from the city. Could hurt a tree. So what? It's a tree. Wow. <laughs> it's not like we're in the carnivorous forest. They're not going to eat us. Sure. Sure. I don't know how else to describe a tank. Yeah, me neither. 
I'm just going to be real honest. I mean, like, mm. he can clearly tell this isn't his body, though. Like, it's a it's a metal box with wheels it's on cert- it. It's certainly not my body. Okay. I did fight scores of these in the early days of the war, but I suppose nobody cares about that. Whoa, wait, no, you fought against these guys? Yes. Joe, like, holds the thing a little closer to his face. Like, do you, can you tell us what they were like when they were, like, alive? See, this is more like it. I'm a font of ancient wisdom. You should be asking me all sorts of things. <laughs> Sorry. We got so lost in the sauce of being kids. <laughs> yeah, meta, yeah, metagame. You're supposed to ask me questions so I can say things. It's not my job to just f- offer up information. Um, uh, yes, yes. I mean, um, originally, f- long ago, these things were were created by humans to fight wars against each other, but... With the, uh, is there a, is there a name for why the machines became evil? Um, I think it, it was literally different differing viewpoints because it was like humans wielding magic and humans with technology. Ah, okay. I thought it was machines rose up and killed the world. No, less Terminator. More. No, it's uh, it's it's all it's all human beings. I see. It's all see. people are fucking terrible. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Yes, uh, the, 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 you know, the technocrats of the old world, they, uh... What's a technocrap? <laughs> Don't say crap! Sorry. Technocrats. The, the, the folk who, who believe that circuitry and steel were the answer and not ritual and, and an understanding of the world. They, they sought to utilize their understanding of technology to supplant the gods to stand o'er all a creation as mundane masters of course considering these things are no bigger than my foot and i could stomp them real easy weren't very (laughs) masterful to me wow so you were like really big because like i thought this thing was big but you were like really big well, yeah, I was a, I was a giant. I'm a Keltonite. I think you gotta understand. We don't know what that means. <sighs> yeah, children. <sighs> they don't teach you nothing these days. Do I they? cannot remind you enough. We are like babies. We are like babies. Well, I mean, like I'm an adult. I mean, if we find your body, we'll know. We'll know, right? Yeah, right. Probably. Will you know? <sighs> I hope so. I'm sure he will. Well, he can't see. How is he supposed to know? He'll feel it in his heart. What heart? It's a blob. He lives in a rock. That's kind of how magic works. You gotta feel it. And it's like, ba-bum, and it goes, wa-boom, and you just go, yes. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I I will tell you, but before I even had my tenth summer, I was already well trained in the martial arts. Wow! So youth is no excuse for ignorance. Hey, I don't think you understand our situation very well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. No one's gonna explain. No one's gonna explain. No one wants to explain. Oh yeah, we're all orphans, and we live in a fucking shitty orphanage. <laughs> I thought I mentioned orphanage earlier. Oh no, I mean like we've we've mentioned it, but we haven't like okay. explained what that means. At least not to a rascal. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. 
I mean, it's fine. If we can go on an adventure to help Rascal find his body, then we can maybe also learn martial arts along the way, and it will be great. Sure. I know. This is all the martial arts I know. And Joe strikes, like, at a really dumb pose and, like, punches a tree. And then he, like, spends, like, 30 seconds, like, shaking his wrist out because it, like, fucking hurt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, ow, ow, ow. All right. Well, if you're if you're satisfied with this, we can move on. Yeah, I don't think Rascal can teach us martial arts if he can't see us. Oh, shoot, no, I mean right. like we we learn it in our hearts. What does that mean? It's all about a journey of learning things in our heart. What does that even mean? I don't know. Either it's magic, all. obviously. I put my hand to Theo's heart and I go, you'll feel it like a big rush of warmth when you learn something new, and it will be awesome. Theo just like bats Davy's hand away from their chest. <laughs> I'm gonna look at Joe and say, "Can I? Can I? Can I take Rascal?" I, I hand over the the lump of congealed blood. Oh, <laughs> it's well, not sticky. It <laughs> Ew, Joe, no. <laughs> Look, it basically, is what it is. He said he said he bled, and then the blood like so. It's basically just blood, right? Like this is just his blood. It is my blood. The life blood, the essence of mine soul. <laughs> mine soul. Mine soul. <laughs> mine soul. Sorry, sorry, here. And I like hand I hand Meryl the the blood rock. Okay. Let's try again. Who bears the might of rascal? It's it's Meryl, hi. <laughs> hello, Meryl. <laughs> oh. That was like weirdly like a very tender like hello. <laughs> um uh, all right, let's let's try again. <laughs> Journey number two, two out of five. <laughs> two out of It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!